Human nature can get a little messy, but nature nature is powerful enough to save us from ourselves. Seventh generation laundry detergent lifts away tough stains with a 97% bio-based formula. For when you think whipping up yellow curry chicken in white pants is a great idea, totally not speaking from experience. Let nature do its thing so you can feel confident doing yours. That's the power of 7th Generation. Find 7th Generation laundry detergent and fresh lavender and other scents at 7thGeneration.com. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. The one thing that we had said was that if there is an advantage coming in here for Kevin Lee, it is in his striking. And I feel like I'm really starting to find myself a little bit. And it's time to show these people. Kevin, the Welcome to UFC Unfiltered. We started already, but I had the wrong color background. Not important, Matt. It's good to see you. You had Dean it Thomas is on Sorry. last Monday. I had uh, Phoenix Great. on Wednesday, and it's just good to see you. Okay. How was, uh, now, how was Rogan? I saw your picture. I'm coming in hot. Yeah. I'm going to slow it down. I'm going to slow it down because I got to just tell you, I like the gold in the background because, first of all, let me tell – let me. It feels like to me, I don't know how you feel, but to me, Jimmy, it feels like yesterday that it was the 600th episode. That's right. 700. Another 100 episodes. But it would be funny if you said that and today was episode 601. (laughs) Feels like only yesterday. (laughs) Yeah, today is 700, man. I'm glad you said it because I actually would have forgotten. I would have forgotten also. But um, it is wild, no? I know. Time, you're no man. You like that saying I, I just came up with? Well, it's weird because we do about two a week. So if you want to do 700, that's 350 weeks. So when you look at 50, that's like almost seven years we've been doing this podcast. Isn't that crazy? It's like seven years. I think it's fucking beautiful. I do too. It's uh, great. I was, you know, where I was over the weekend. Yes, where you were with, uh, in Austin with uh, Dana and with uh, Joe and no, Dean Thomas. Dana wasn't there. I love Dana. Oh, I thought it was uh, looking for a fight. No, we didn't do a looking for a fight. Oh. You know what's so cool about Dean Thomas? A lot of things. A lot yeah. of things are cool about our friend Dean Thomas. But we have each other's backs, you know? Mm-hmm. So, like, he was, he, you know, he, he trains Jillian Robinson. Yep. And Jillian Robinson was just on Rogan. So he was talking to Joe. And Joe goes, hey, why don't you come on with Jillian? And he goes, oh, no. He goes, I want to save my appearance. I want to wait when Matt's going in. Ah. But I'll call him. <laughs> that's, so that's exactly how it went down. So, and then when we're down there, I, don't, I have a, a good friend of mine, John Rollo. He's a black belt on the Henzo. He's around like 
he's like he's he's like the white Edwin. He's like two, it's like two ninety. No, he's a yeah. big. Dude. Yeah, he's a big guy. He owns Ground Control uh, Academy, and um, uh, he has like five schools in 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 the Baltimore area. He's okay. a, he's, he used to fight. Great guy, great guy. He was in town, so he was just hanging out with me. He knows Joe. He knows Dean. So Joe was like, "Hey, you know, let's get a third mic for Big John." I go, "This is fucking great," you know. Yeah. So basically, Jimmy, what it was, uh, was just like. Like four friends just catching up and having a good time. I had a blast, man. I had good. a fucking blast. It was so much fun. We were good, laughing. Buddy. And I think it's gonna be a fun episode. I believe I, you know, my 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 philosophy is if I'm having fun, I think it's fun. You know, and that's what it is. Well, what's on your mug? Uh, it's a Doug Bell. What would you like one? A nice Doug Bell mug? Look, Night of the Living Bell. Oh, is I thought it looked like a zombie. Yes, Doug Bell, Night of the Living Bell. See, this is where we differ. Hey. Hey. I don't want to say what that stands a. for. No, what I've been listening to is what? that. A. It's from Machine Gun Kelly. And there's a little, uh, you know who's got a part in that is uh, my, one of my favorites, Little Wayne. And it is fuck. When people, when you hear me come to a halt like that. No, but I'm not saying it's a halt. I was just like, like, no, no. Jimmy's giving a double thumbs up, meaning that. We have a guest in, but you know what? We might not even have a guest in. I just think he doesn't want to hear about what song I like. That's not true, but it wasn't a haul. It was just so you know that when you're done with the sentence, we'll bring him in Kevin right. Lee because he's here. I don't know the hook yet, but basically it's four A's. And we're going to bring Kevin E right now. Kevin, Kevin Lee, Lee yeah. Right now. Kevin Lee. Yeah. Four A's. Ready? A, 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 A. He's fighting. Like uh, Kevin Lee in here. <laughs> Renat uh, Fakhradinov. They are fighting on, uh, see, when are they actually fighting? It would help if I knew when he was fighting. I'm sure it's here. Um, where is Kevin's fight day? I could just ask. I, I should ask Kevin. I hear him. Why don't we ask you? Oh, is he here? I'm here. I'm here. Hey, Kevin. We, what's I'm, up, buddy? I'm sitting here flexing, looking at my guns. I don't even see you. Could you let us know when there's somebody in here with us, producer? You there he is. Yeah, prelims this Saturday. We're just yeah. trying, I'm so yeah. dumb. I didn't have the fight date written down. It's the prelims this Saturday, of course. Mm -hmm. So that's great. How you doing, buddy? We couldn't wait. We're getting ready. We we almost there. Okay. Well, well can I be the first to say, good to fucking have you back, mother... Oh, wrong arm. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck yeah, let's do it again. Ready? Hey, uh, Kevin Lee, let me ask you a question. Which uh, way to the beach? Which way is the beach? Which way is the beach? Yes. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> That's funny. Sorry, sorry. Um, yeah, Kevin, I'm gonna I'm gonna bow out of that one. I'll just watch you two. Which it. way to the fucking beach? <laughs> I'll do my fucking. <laughs> I want to say welcome back, Kevin Lee. Come on, man. No doubt. This is no where doubt. you fucking belong. This is where you belong. I like to hear it. I like to hear it, especially coming from you. I like well, to Kevin hear you. Right. Not only not only are you a great fighter, you got a personality. Like you got to, uh, and I believe it's not a, it doesn't feel forced. It's legit. I, yeah. I, I like your energy. I even liked it when I was, when you were fighting against my guys, like Ray yeah. and stuff. You got a, you're, you're a, you're a unique personality. That's what I'll right. tell you. Right, and that's right, a good right. thing. That's a fucking good thing, man. And it you can is. back it up. And I can really fucking fight. I can really fight. So yeah, for me, that's, the, there, that's the, really the proving ground. You know what I mean? Is I, I was there live. At MSG, I want to give you some props. I was there live when you fought Gregor Gillespie, a guy that no one wanted to fight. Yeah. And if I'm correct, I believe you might have been coming off a loss. I believe. Yeah, yeah he's coming yeah. off too. Yeah. 
And man, did you, it was an execution. Yeah. And, it, and it's like you, it's like going in, you you knew. How would, mm -hmm. I don't want to, I want to go back to that fight really quick. All right, let's where do it. Gregor Gillespie, where was your head at? Because you're fighting Madison Square Garden. And was I correct when I said you were coming off a loss? It was off well, two, yeah. yeah. It was RDA, well, I think. Yeah, I, I quit an RDA, yeah. All right, so tell me, now you're fighting this other kid undefeated. Yep. Where was your head at right there? I was scared to death. I'm not gonna lie because I knew his level of wrestling, especially like like we know like there's there's certain guys like I'm a great wrestler, but there's certain guys that are just a step above. So I, I knew if I played into his fight and it was going the way he wanted it to go, and and I always kind of relied on my wrestling, right? But I, I knew stepping into his wheelhouse, I was scared to death. I was scared to death walking out there. All them screaming fans, you know, New York is fucking crazy. They don't give a fuck about you. They don't care. They just want to see, <laughs> they want to see blood. And I'm like, you ain't seeing my blood today, you know? So, so uh, I, I was scared, but I think that's what had me heightened and, and on a different, you know, I don't know. I, it, it couldn't phase me. Nothing that he threw was going to phase me. I, I was going to get, get up, get the job done. And I feel like yeah. that's what we did. It's funny. Fear tends to work. When I hear fighters talk about being scared, there are times where it works against guys and then it paralyzes them. And then like, I, I always think back to uh, uh, Foreman, uh, Joe Frazier, uh, Foreman admits he said he was really scared of Joe Frazier. Like he destroyed Joe Frazier, but he yeah. was scared of him. And that sometimes makes guys, I guess, just go all out fast or uh, however it motivated you, it worked. Yeah, I, I feel like that there is something to that. I, I feel like the guys that are that are bigger and scarier, like like when I fought Edison Barboza, I, I was scared to death of him too. I'm not gonna lie to you. Like you know, you 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 look at him kick somebody upside the head like crazy, and 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 see his his athleticism, his, his explosiveness. Like bro, you are gonna end up on a highlight reel if you're not scared of that man. So I, I feel like those are the fights that kind of I kind of rise to a little bit. And I, and I'm scared of this one. I'm not gonna lie. This kid that I'm fighting on Saturday is. 19 fight win streak nobody ever fucking heard of him i don't i barely knew his last name th this week so you know it's a scary fight to go into he's strong he's big he, he's kind of like a, a comes out almost where where he's aggressive as hell um so yeah it's, it's it's gonna bring out that same level of 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 me taking this dead serious and I forgot to even mention when you fought uh, Gillespie, you were in his backyard. He was that's yeah. another strike against you yeah. mentally. Where Long Island guy, right? Yeah, pe people wanted yeah. to see me get hurt. You know, like I said, this is New York. We talking about they don't they really don't give a fuck about you. They want to see you get hurt. They want to see you carried on on a stretcher. And you know, it was either gonna be me or him, and it damn sure wasn't gonna be me that night. They were cheering you though. They gave you the props. I was there after afterwards. Oh, hell, 100%. Afterwards. Oh, no, you, yeah, you yeah, had to no earn doubt. that shit. Yeah. yeah, no doubt. I don't know if they did before or what. I, I, I tuned that shit out. I, I don't know if they did before, but afterwards, they for sure they, they gave me props. I ended up sneaking out through the front door. You know, this, this, not many people know that story, but because we had Donald Trump in the building, the, the Secret Service kind of closed everything off. People had to stay behind, uh, uh, you know, they, they kind of kept you all in one room. Me and my team and, and Faraz, we, we snuck out through the front. We snuck out with the people. And a dude literally put me on his shoulders, walking outside the front of Madison Square Garden, where it all opens up on, uh, was that 8th Street or, or whatever it is? Um, and just 20,000 people, like, cheering. This shit was crazy. Hopped in the car and, and dipped off. It was, it was crazy. It was, a, it was an epic night. And Kevin, you're right about this this guy you're fighting. Uh, who you're right, he's not a well well known guy. Uh, uh, Fakhradinov. Uh, 
is his name. And uh, he yeah. is on a 19-fight win streak. Uh, I think his only loss was a decision. It was his second fight. Yep. And you're you're like the you're the name in this fight by far. So like you're yeah. you know you're a big name. So yeah, you definitely are smart to take this kid seriously because yeah. you, that's the type of fight that gets guys in trouble if they don't approach it right. Yeah, and he and he's got a, like a difficult style to deal with. And if this fight is even close, then then people are are already going to write me off even more than they already have. You know, I, I I'm not stupid. Like I know what's going on. I I realize that that people are that that they have write, written me off that they forgot about me. But but I'm going to make sure I remind them th this weekend. You know, I, I stayed in the dark for a reason because I'm going to remind them at, after this one. And if this fight is even close, then they're going to continue to do that. But it's my job. I'm going to make sure it's not close. I'm going to make sure I, I go out there and I spark, spark them. I mean, look, we, we talk about fighting in front of Madison Square Garden, right? The the Mecca of all Meccas. And then now th this fight is, is, is on a prelim at, at UFC Apex. Let, let's be clear. Like, that, that's a lot of pressure. That's a lot of fucking pressure. And, and I, I kind of I'm going to rise to that pressure. I'm going to meet the pressure with the pressure. And uh, yeah, I'm, I'm going to come out the victor. I'm going to come out stronger. I'm going to come out better. And I'm going to show people who I am. Sometimes, you know, that scene from Eight Mile when uh, what's his name? The B-Rabbit's friend's name, the one that was a little slow and shot himself. In uh, 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 Cheddar or something? Cheddar Bob. He comes in, he goes, yo, first round is you versus Lickety, Lickety Split. And he goes, I don't give a fuck who it is. Yep. And he wasn't even looking at you. He didn't even give a fuck. That's how I feel you are right now. Yeah, like, when yeah. he got, you got lickety split in the front. I don't give a fuck who it is. Yeah. yeah I don't give a fuck. Whoever it is will get it. Kevin. Yeah, I don't care who's watching. I don't care who's out there. I don't care who's in the building. It's, it's whoever. I'm going to go out and I'm going to do my thing. I don't know if you said eight mile because because I'm from Detroit, but but I appreciate right. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You Shout know what? I did, that's so fuck. Yeah, I did that. That's why I did it. Not, Shout yeah. out to Detroit. That is a fucking great movie, though. Hey, <laughs> I want to ask about the preparation for this fight. Yep. Uh, you would you are you with Dewey Cooper and the boys or where you working? So, so Dewey's still going to be in my corner. You know, that's my right hand man. But but I'm down there in Killcliff. I'm down there in Florida now. I've been living down in Florida for like the last year and a half. Had, had me a son down there. Um, Congratulations. Yeah, yeah, my first one. Senzo, so, right? I'm a newfound papa. Uh, I'm down there in Florida kicking it with all these top welterweights. You got 20 guys that are all in the UFC in the gym. Um, Kamaru Uzman, Ian Gary. Uh, is, you know, I can keep going and going. Lee Jing Liang. It's, 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 a, it's a bunch of guys that, that I'm out there training with. And did you go down towards the end of the pandemic? Was were you one of those guys who just said, "I'm going to uproot and move because nothing is going on"? Yeah, yeah, I ain't even gonna lie to you. Yeah, I needed to switch up. Uh, Vegas can get kind of, you know, you stay in Vegas too long, it, it can it can hypnotize you almost. I feel like so yeah. that that's what was kind of starting to happen. And especially when you talk about the pandemic, I felt like I needed something fresh. I needed something new. Uh, so it was either Florida or Texas, really. Uh, and, and, and Florida just, yeah, Florida had my heart. And, and especially, uh, you know, once I, once I had my son, I'm like, okay, yeah, I'm, all, all steps are in the, in the right direction. And I feel like I've improved a lot. I've gotten bigger. I've gotten stronger. You know, you walk around there with no, no shirt on. The beach is right there every day. I got to gotta stay buffed up. So hey, people going to see that in this fight. When you are in Vegas, I, I'm always interested in guys who live in Vegas. Is yep. it hard to stay out of the casinos or just away from the nightlife because it's always right there? Is it difficult not to like let demons kind of? Because I, I know I'm very weak and I would have a hard time with it. No, nah, it wasn't. It, the casinos wasn't hard, but but the nightlife is. I'm not gonna lie. It, it is kind of like a pressure to to spend the most money, 
to, to flash the biggest, to flash the hardest, especially if you feel like you the man, you know, and, and that's how I've always felt. I felt like that even when I was 24 before I was really making money. So when you really start making money, you start flashing and you start doing shit that, that is kind of out the ordinary. You wouldn't necessarily do. Um, I feel like that part is, is probably where, where Vegas gets somebody like me. You know, I don't I don't fuck around with the casinos and, and stuff too much. I kind of learned my lesson. But uh, as far as like flashing the nightlife and, and doing a little extra, yeah, you do that. Did you also, do you want to get out of there too? Just because Florida is a more normal place. Like yeah. Florida feels, Vegas is only built for one thing and then yeah. a, a community sprung up outside of it. But Florida is like a, 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 a legit place that people have lived in. It just seems like more of a real place. Yeah, yeah. That, more real, you know, like the people are real. People tell you how they feel straight up. I, I feel like Vegas kind of is a little bit like LA almost at this yes. point. Yes. It's like yep. a lot of people are acting, you know what I mean? So even when you even when you meet them and you see them, they're not really giving you them. And, and when I first stepped in Florida, it's like, oh, no, this is how this motherfucker really is. Like, it's not no, no, I'm putting on a smile just to just to, you know, kind of pacify you a little bit. I, I feel like that's kind of where where Vegas is getting to. A lot of people are coming up from L.A. and they bringing over that culture to it. But but I, I miss the realness of of being in a hood a little bit, being in a, you know, in, in a real around real people. So it kind of brought out the real me again. Yes, because Vegas is similar to L.A. And any place people are going to make it yeah. like they want to make it yeah. in show business or they want to make it financially or yeah. even in show business in Vegas. It's a weird vibe to be around people who are there for the central thing that that state offers. It's it's just weird. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. You're right. No doubt. Yeah, yeah. Well, you're doing you're doing it right though. Yeah. If you ask me, because you it's age appropriate, man. You spent your you're in your twenties. You spent right. your time in Vegas. Thirty now. You're in Florida. You now you have a a, a kid. I mean, this yeah. is it's like the next chapter of your life. Yeah, when, you yeah. turn, when you turn 30, which, by the way, is still young as fuck, I almost feel a little weird. When I turned 30, it felt a little weird. I'm never yeah. being like, I'm not my 30. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. now I'm 49. I'm still not an adult. I'm not worried anymore. Yeah. But when now when you turn 30, did it feel weird for you at all? It do. It do. It feel like like I still kind of feel like my old self. I still kind of feel 16. But but then. You like, man, I'm a grown ass man, bro. Like, I'm a grown ass man. Like, you can't tell me shit. Like, I'm the one giving out the orders now. Like, I'm the one that's that's and and and, and the good thing is it, it made me hold myself accountable now. Like, I don't have nobody to 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 answer to. I gotta answer to me. So it's like it, it makes you cut out all the bullshit. It makes you cut out all the excuses. Like nobody fucking cares, bro. You're you're 30 years old. Nobody gives a shit about your problems. We all got problems. Everybody life is difficult and they're going through shit. They don't give a fuck, bro. Like you either you're gonna contribute or you're gonna lay down and die. It's gonna be one or the other. And, and for me, I'm gonna contribute and I'm gonna show my heart. And it, it really, I can't, I feel like it gave me a a, a fuller sense of purpose in myself. I don't know if that's me being 30 or if that's me having a kid. It could be a combination of both. But yeah, 30 is a is a, is a, is a weird age. I definitely, I feel grown man. And he not going to be able to play with me, with me this weekend. He not. How, he how old is there. your son? He's a grown ass man I'm in there with. Sorry. Oh, sorry, Kevin. How old is your son? He's six months right now. Oh, wow. Six really, really young. Yeah, yeah. How did that change you? Because people who have their first... Uh, kid, a lot of times they say that some type of a change happened or it changed the way they saw things. And, and how was that for you? 
it made me not give a fuck about nothing else except for him, you know? And, and it made me realize like what's really important in life. Like, like, like I was saying earlier with, with Vegas and you want to kind of show off, you want to kind of, you want to kind of, you know, prove that you are the man. I don't feel like I got to prove anything no more. Like my, my son's healthy. He's good. He's got food on his table. I, I need to put more food on his table this weekend. But as long as that's there and that's settled, like I feel just okay wherever I'm at. I can sit wherever in any room and feel okay. Yeah, I'm all right. I, I always got my son in the back of my head. I don't need none of this other shit. I don't really give a fuck about. I don't give a fuck about nothing else. To be honest with you, like I I, I care so much about this one thing that everything else kind of is just play. It's it's just it falls in the waveline. Do you start think? Oh, sorry, Matt. Do you start thinking? Because Matt, you know this too. Again, I, I don't have kids. When you have a kid, do you start thinking about, wow, whatever I do now, I'm representing myself and he's going to see this or she's going to yeah. see this. Do you start thinking about like what their impression of you is going to be in 10 years when they Google you or whatever it is? Um, not, not that they're going to see it. You know, I don't, I don't, I don't think about that too much. Like, oh, he's going to watch my old fights or, or anything like that, but he's going to feel it. You know, he, he's going to feel it from me. Like, one thing I knew growing up, like I didn't really listen to my parents, but I watched everything that they did. So if my dad telling me, OK, you got to get up and you got to work and he was laying around, then bro, like what? I'm not right. <laughs> you know, you're going to tell me that, but you're not going to do it. So when I need to tell him, OK, you got to push yourself, you got to challenge yourself. You got to go against the the grain and go against the odds and and kind of not and follow your own life path that, that God is setting for you. I got to do that first. You know, yeah. I can't just say it like I got to do it. I got to really put my life on the line. I got to really go out there and, and, and fight these tough ass dudes that that to other people, it seems like a stupid fight. But to me, th this is the, the, the path for me. And I got to do it because that's the only way he going to feel it. It's, it's not so much, you know, like you said, like, it, am I doing it because he's going to see it and he's going to try and emulate it? No, he's going to feel it. He's going to feel it off of me. And when I'm, when I'm 49, like Matt, he's going he gonna to know like, bro, when I was 30, I used to be the shit. You ain't, you ain't know. <laughs> Fuck yeah, man. Hey, listen, and you're ahead of the game. The old, all the experience you, you got, uh, the timeline, I was 32 when I got the title. Dude, you're, you're ahead of the game. Man. You got the, you got the brains of the, you got the, your fight IQs where it should be. Your skill sets there. You're ready to shine, Kevin Lee. Yeah, I'm ready. I'm ready to go on my next thing. I'm ready to go on the next run. I'm ready to get back to the top. It's gonna it's gonna be a long climb, but one step at a time. I, I'm, I'm gonna get back up there, fighting the Charles Oliveras again, fighting fighting the Leon Edwards, fighting these big guys. So yeah, I, I'm ready for that. Kevin, it was good talking to you. We have our next guest is waiting, but uh, yes. I'm really happy you're back, and uh, it, it's good to see you. And you seem like you're in a great place. So yeah. uh, you know, I'm I'm sure you'll have great success this. Uh, this Saturday against uh, uh, Fakhradinov. And uh, have a good fight, man. We'll talk to you again. Welcome back. Yes, sir. Appreciate the words, too, sir. Appreciate that. All right, Kevin. Take him out, man. Good man, bro. All right. All right take yes, care, man. Human nature can get a little messy, but nature nature is powerful enough to save us from ourselves. Seventh-generation laundry detergent lifts away tough stains with a 97% bio-based formula. For when you think whipping up yellow curry chicken in white pants is a great idea, totally not speaking from experience. 
Let nature do its thing so you can feel confident doing yours. That's the power of 7th Generation. Find 7th Generation laundry detergent and fresh lavender and other scents at 7thGeneration.com. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Oh, yeah, yeah, I'm happy to see Kevin. He seems like he's in a great... uh... A, a great place too. And our next guest, uh, Laird Hamilton, uh, very interesting guy, uh, big uh, influential surfer. And there's a lot of uh, breathing and training methods that I want to just ask him about is more breathing methods. Cause my breathing is so shit. Yeah. You, you, you're trying to change your breathing methods. You better be, I, I just want to breathe better. Like I'm always out of breath and I'm, you know, half of it is not breathing. Don't be holding your breath when you're going for your fucking arm locks or you're doing your elbows. Matt, they all, breathe. I'm telling you, Mike tells me that and Jamie tells you that. You got to breathe. You got to breathe. I'm not even David there. David has told me that. I know you're holding your breath. I'm not even there. I know it. That's how I But I'm it. doing better with it, though. I'm, I'm doing better. Like, I'm definitely not a Kimura savage, but I would say I'm a, 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 a Kimura gentleman. I was, uh, they were showing me, I was learning some uh, Kimura techniques. And of course, I thought of you the whole time. And I'm, I still, I really suck at it, but I, I see why it would really hurt somebody. My buddy, my kid, Tommy, and, and you know, Tommy and Marcus fought over the weekend. And I didn't get to talk to you about that. No, you did not. You want me to talk to you about that after we talk to Larry? I will. Hey, Larry, how you doing? Hey, how's it going, guys? How are you, Larry? Good, I'm, thank you. I'm obsessed with your 3D-ish because you're blurring out the background. So it just feels like you're in like a, like a, like, what is it? Like one of those like sci-fi movies. Well, you know, I got a bunch of pictures of my family. I don't want to, I don't want you to see them in a, you know, a hundred percent precarious position. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we don't want it weird. Nice to meet you, man. Thank you. Nice. And you're a, you're a surfer, obviously. Uh, and I'm, I'm fascinated by you guys. It just seems like such a terrifying way to exercise. Um, how long have you been doing that? And uh, do you train in the martial arts at all? Uh, I, I started surfing, uh, before I could remember I, my mom, my mom said I could swim before I could, uh, before I was walking. Um, but I don't know about that. I, I could crawl the pool and swim around. I, so I've been surfing, uh, I'm almost 60 now. So I've been probably surfing, you know, at a decent level for 50, you know, 50 something years. And, uh, and I have, I do have some, I mean, I grew up in Hawaii, uh, which is a pretty, uh, aggressive uh culture so i grew up around a lot of violence and and i and i have uh kind of been exposed to different martial arts over the years um i always say hurting people is pretty easy um you know that's it's 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 helping them that's more difficult but uh but yes i i I do have some um, experience uh in martial arts I think Max Holloway told us that, Matt, about, because you think of Hawaii, we, you know, we see the tourist side of it, and you don't realize that there are some areas that can get pretty rough in Hawaii. Yeah, well, just, uh, it's just, in a, uh, you know, Hawaiians were a uh, warrior culture. So you grew up in a warrior, warrior culture, and, 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 then, and then they're massive. So that doesn't, you know, Tongan, Samoan, Hawaiian, the Polynesians are 
some of the largest people in the world. Just so that alone creates um, some difficulty, and then and then and then culturally super you know aggressive. I mean, I, the high school I went to was third in the nation for crime and violence. So we had a lot of a lot of it was East LA, the Bronx, and then the school I went to. And and so there was a lot of I mean, you just you you know, you you grow up uh, just making sure that your back is against the wall so you can see what's coming. <laughs> you have it extra because of your appearance. Like you always see the you always see the, the movies or you see some stuff on the, the social media or in the past or whatever, it's just clips of, they call him the Howley. It's like, a, even though, even though I believe you grew up there, did you ever get mistaken as, Hey, look at that guy. He doesn't look oh, like it's just when you go down the wrong, as soon as you go down the wrong street, you're, you're back to, you know, I mean, they know you in your neighborhood, but you yes. know, when you're, when you look like a descendant in the captain cook, uh, which, <laughs> you know, they don't really love They're they're, you know, uh, they, they don't love that, but you know, it, it, I think growing up, I had some incredible Hawaiian friends, but if you go, if you go down the wrong, the wrong road, you're just, you're just another, you know, another white uh, uh, guy who they're not too stoked about. What part of Hawaii did you grow up in? And by the way, I think when you said you were almost 60, Matt and I both kind of looked like, how the fuck are you on? Whatever you do, uh, you look incredibly healthy and young and yes. neither one of us. Well, I, I, grew up, I, grew up, I, I grew up on Kauai. I lived on all the islands. I lived on Oahu. I've lived on the big island. I lived on Maui for 20 years. Um, I, my home island is Kauai, the garden island. Um, and so and so I've lived on all those islands. I also live in California uh, part time. Uh, our, our, our part, you know, half, half the year, my wife and I kind of to be together, we, we, we migrate, I would be in California for half the year. And then my, our season for the big surf is in the winter, uh, during just like during the winter. So I would go back to Hawaii for the big surf and then, uh, and then be in California and kind of deal with her volleyball and that, and, and, and a lot of training, we're exposed to a lot of stuff. I get a lot of, um, fighters come through, uh, our, our, our home and, and uh and and so i get exposed to a lot of a lot of uh, athletes uh and then and a lot of like military military guys um come and kind of play with us i would i would describe it and what about uh, i i read something about your breathing i don't know much about it but you teach like breathing techniques or, or what exactly is about your breathing that's because for me breathing is this thing that i'm never doing right um and i think who was it matt which gracie is is it uh hickson who we spoke to who, who yes. was talking about his breath yes. and breathing. You see um, his stomach moving in and out. And, you know, yeah. it's funny because in the movie, The Hulk with Edward Norton has to do with this. They actually have Hicks and Gracie in there trying to teach him to control his rage. And they show him sitting down doing the thing with the belly and then giving him a smack to see if he can Anyway, but that's the thing. You, do you know what we're talking about? The breathing method? Of, yeah, uh, no, I, I do. I, I mean, listen, when, you, when you're involved around the water, uh, air is important. So, uh, you know, and you deal with, uh, you know, any kind of high performance athlete, it's all about breath. I mean, we all are, are, we all have issues with our breathing. Some, somewhere in the last couple hundred years, we started breathing through our mouths and not through our noses. And, and, and so there's, and there's a lot of different, uh, types of breath work. There's a lot of different, uh, uh, you know, different, there's plenty, there's ways that, you know, I, I told somebody, if you understand what the Hakka is, you know, the Hakka, you know, when they, the, 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 the New Zealander, all blacks, you know, they have the Hakka, right. The Hakka is that is the breath, the breath, the chanting that they do before a rugby match. So oh, the, I love that. 
Okay, so but but that actually is pre-battle prep preparation breath. So what they're doing is is that before the before they're going to fight, they do a pattern in order to to jack the metabolism up to be able to. So it's like pre-battle. It's a it's pre-fight. It's like a pre-fight routine where they're and and they they talk about intimidation. But if I told somebody like if you hear a lion roar in the jungle or or it, you know he's letting everybody know through his breath that he's got power like you he, and so i mean you know in martial arts you have the key eye and so all of this stuff i mean a lot of obviously our endurance comes through our breathing but so does our power uh comes through our our breath as well so i mean we deal with a bunch of different patterns we deal with ones to 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 calm you down recover quickly like let's say between rounds you want to do go into a certain pattern to really bring your bring your metabolism down and then also you can do patterns that jack you up and 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 you know and there's 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 a lot of i mean the monks do it for meditation i mean breath work is limit limitless uh when it comes to performance you can do patterns that help you deal with altitude so uh, our uh, you know we deal a lot of i mean I, I i like to dabble in stress just because the ocean and the water and big waves and obviously fighting uh these are stressful things the heat stressful the cold stressful so when you become stress acclimated uh i think that it, it overlaps in any field that you're in it doesn't anything to do with stress if you become more stress tolerant your breath is a big piece of being stress tolerant uh and 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 you know, I, I don't, I don't know anybody that doesn't benefit from becoming more stress tolerant. That's amazing. It, it just, I, I never thought of that. I thought it was more tradition when you seen like, I believe Mark Hunt, like one time before he went to a fight, they, uh, he had a bunch of the guys in the gym, like do the whole, that don't, I don't know what the hell, uh, the haka shaka, what, what was yeah, it? The haka. Yeah. The haka, so haka, they're doing yeah. the, uh, and I thought it was more of a pump up, like a 300 speech of like, oh yeah, getting them amped up. But the, I never thought of it like a warm up for battle. Yeah. Well, there's a physio, there's a physiological thing happening when you're doing that. You're scrubbing the CO2 and you're oxygenating the system. So you're going to be, you're, you're going to, you're going to benefit from that. You're going to come in, you're going to come in in a better state. You're going to be ahead of the curve because you're going to get behind the curve anyway. But the sooner you get ahead, the further ahead of it you are and the longer you stay there. I mean, it, it's going to, it, it helps your cardio. It helps your endurance. I mean, there's, no, there's nowhere you don't benefit from, uh, and, and, you know, and a lot of the stuff we do in the water uh, is, is based on, uh, uh, they're all breathing patterns. So when, when you get into these limited, you know, if you know what hypoxic training is, but you, when you're training, the next thing after cardio is hypoxic, which is, which is when you're really like holding your breath while you're doing cardio activities, which really in, increases your ability to be able to uh, oxygenate your system. And you get, you get more CO2 tolerant, which is just, you get more tolerance uh, when you're acidified, which is what leads to failure in performance. I mean, it's when, when guys crash, it's because they just don't have CO2 tolerance. And so whether it's in a marathon, whether it's in a fight, uh, yeah. whether, whether it's in any sport. Uh, so it, yeah, there's some cool stuff that, 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 uh, that we've learned and, and continue to learn. And, and so it's, it's, it's a, you know, it's something that, um, that, that I spent a lot of time uh, doing being, you know, and, and participating in just because I, I benefit from it. And, and then also, 
uh, the people that we get exposed to, you know, get benefit. I have two questions for you too, Larry, before I, uh, one is about my, one is, uh, the first question is going to be that, that thing, uh, uh, the, uh, Haka that they do, how long does that last? You said that it kind of gets you ahead of the curve. How long does that affect last when you do that? And number two, I have this thing when I breathe, I don't know if it's stress or panic, but there's times where I feel like I can't take a totally deep breath. Like, you know, when you take a deep breath, the last 15% of it is like that little click that happens where you just know that you've filled up your lungs. And there's that little yeah. last part that I sometimes feel like I'm hitting a ceiling and not clicking. Yeah. Um, so those, what, what do I, well, what can tension, I do to improve tension, that? Tension reduces your ability to expand your lung all the way when, you know, everybody talks about six pack abs and being all having a super tight ab area. The problem is that reduces the volume uh, of air that you can, you want strength right in it, but you, but, but the uh, the core stability, our core stability comes out of our diaphragm, not out of our abs. And so in, in a way, when you re, when you have tension, you don't expand. I, I told somebody, you know, the lung is, is, is a flexible. It's like a it's like a balloon. I mean, they say you can stretch a lung over a, you know, a tennis court or something. It's so flex, wow. uh, stretchy. But when you when you uh, put a put a balloon in a birdcage. The, the balloon can only expand as big as the cage is. So right. whatever volume you have, and a lot of that tension, when you have tension and you're like, I, you can't get a breath because everything's restricting the expansion um, uh, of the, of the lung itself. So that's a piece of why you can't get the volume. And then, and as far as how long that preparation lasts, it has to do with, first of all, how, how CO2 tolerant are you and how well are you at preparing? Like how, how much, uh, you know, how oxygenated can you get your system uh, and in, in that? And so that, and that has, that's a muscle, you know, that's a trained muscle. They say that a, a lot of athletes are actually uh, don't have the most e efficient cardiovascular systems that they should considering what they do. And a lot of it has to do with just CO2 tolerance. It's just your ability to handle, handle the, the acidity of your system. That's why nose breathing is so important because you reduce the volume and then you get used to higher levels of of acid in your system, acidity. And how can people like these things that you teach, uh, is there a way people can, can learn this stuff from you? Like, is there a website? Is there something you're promoting to? I want to, I don't have it in front of me. So I want to make sure that if there's something that you do, if there's a program yeah, or no, a I course mean, you offer. Yeah. Well, I have a, we, have, we do a, a, like a, a, a training, uh, program that we have, but we have, they have online. There's some, there's some, uh, there's an, a breathing app, uh, xptlife.com xpt is, uh, is, is like ex, uh, exploration and performance training but you know if you any 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 athlete any fighter that's really interested i mean hicks and gracie uh, i mean his 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 work is crazy good uh, hicks is a friend of mine uh you know the i mean listen any 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 uh i mean there's so much breathing information out there it's a, more about implementation uh than it is i mean and, and you know, of it, 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 it's, you know, it's like it, things are only as good as people want to, you know, want to implement, you know, I, I have a, I have a, a like a, um, I, I make some nutrition. I have layered superfood that, that has a bunch of, you know, good ingredients and, uh, that I make coffee stuff and for, for performance, some energy, I make bars and a bunch of other stuff that has, has uh, super healthy ingredients. No, no chemicals and stuff, but all that, all that, you know, your, your body's ability to deal with oxygen is connected to your overall health. And, and I tell guys, I go, listen, I tell these young guns, 
you know, you can't eat like shit, you know, potato chips in is potato chips out and you can't, you know, fly a rocket uh, on, on water. You got to put rocket fuel in rockets and, you know, people get away with it when they're younger because they can, they just, they got hormones and they're all jacked up and, and, and that works for a while, but, but you gotta, you gotta fuel the system correctly. And oxygen is the most powerful fuel that we have. It's the most obvious. It's the only one. I mean, you can not eat for weeks. You can not drink water for days, but oxygen it's minutes. And, and if you look at any motor, you want a motor to go faster, just open up the, the hood and let more oxygen into the fire. And, and so the, our, our, I mean, that, that's the most precious uh, resource that we have for energy. And as far as fuel goes, uh, you know, I mean, that's for me, I, I think it all, that's the foundation, right. Is the breathing. And do also, sell, oh, oh, sorry, ahead, sorry. I just want to ask, you said you have bars. Do you sell those bars, like protein bars, whatever you were just told? Yeah, about? I have some crazy bars. I have some crazy, uh, super healthy, no bad oils. So layered superfood. Um, I sell on Amazon. I sell on my own site, oh, yeah. layered, layered superfood. I have really good, uh, like, uh, caffeinated drink, uh, Ooh. coffee, creamers, all, all plant-based, uh, like I'll, I'll own you. If you're a coffee drinker, if you're a coffee drinker and I get a shot at you, I'll own you. I have, once you get on the, on this stuff, you won't want to, you won't want to drink coffee any other way. I guarantee it. Really? I'll send you a box. I'll send okay. you a box. Sold. I'll send you a box. I'll, I'll send you a, a box. I, I make a bunch of different, um, hydration products, but all plant-based, no chemicals, no bad oils. I mean, we're just, you know, we're just trying to make things right. Like, you know, nature did a perfect job. I just don't, I'm, I, I, I just feel like, you know, it, it's in the perfect ratios. Why would we try to compete with nature? I, I think it's a mistake. Uh, why not just access what make, nature's made for us and use that correctly? And, and, you know, you, and in the long run, that will pay off. I mean, sometimes we're looking for such immediate fixes we want instantaneous results yes. i mean caffeine will do that but uh, you know we want more instantaneous results and there's always a price to pay in the in the long run and you just got to decide what way you want to go about it like do you want to are you thinking with the end game or are you just thinking like you know how great can i be right now and who cares about tomorrow which is a great philosophy but it, 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 you know I, I think you'll be sad when tomorrow comes and you're still here and then you got to deal with it <laughs> Right, right. And now, also, Matt, let me give out the website real quick. It's Laird Hamilton.com. So my name, L-A-I-R-D, LairdSuperfood.com. Oh, it's not LairdHamilton.com. Oh, that was no, your extreme Laird, performance. Laird training Superfood, method. my first name. Okay, Laird Superfood. We had the wrong one written down. Yeah. Uh, Superfoods.com to grab that stuff. Yeah. I mean, I have an apparel line. I have an apparel. I have, I have, listen, as an athlete, when you've been, you know, when you go through, being sponsored since you're young and then you you promote other businesses and then you get to a certain stage in your life and you kind of you know first of all it's not easy to authentically promote things that you don't believe in like I can't I'm not a good liar so I'm just I end up having to try to make my own things and do my own stuff then I can promote it honestly and be like yeah this stuff is great eat it drink it wear it you know I use it I believe in it kind of philosophy but you know, at, at this point in my career, I, I need to kind of start businesses and not just promote other people's businesses. So I have a, you know, like I said, I have an apparel uh, apparel company. Uh, I have a, a, a I have a, a fitness, a lifestyle uh, fitness stuff. And then I have Laird Superfood as well. Fuel the ride. 
You have a new follower, buddy. I want those protein bars. Larry. I'll send you a case. You're not going to, they're not going to last long. You better, you're going to need a few. <laughs> can, can I ask you something, Laird, about those yeah. two? Cause I get, I, I definitely do not have abs. I, I kind of go back and forth with weight. So one thing I'll eat is a meal replacement. I eat RX bars cause they're kind of clean and they're natural. Is your stuff kind of like that where it, there's a, cleaner. that really even good. Cleaner. Yeah, it's cleaner and and when and I won't I, I can't you can't make claims about certain things, but sure. if you get on the if you get on these creamers, you'll 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 find it'll help you deal with your with your weight. It'll it'll affect your weight. So okay. if you start using the creamers, you'll definitely find because you get satiated. Your brain feeds on fat, your brain's a fat eating organ and it and and fat satiates the brain. Uh, and, and, and that has a lot to do with our appetite. If you're not getting satiated, you're just going to keep consuming because the body doesn't have what it wants. And so that, that's a, that's a vicious cycle right. uh, when you're not eating, uh, when you're not getting satiated. So it, it's a big piece of that. Awesome. Well, look, man, you're really a very fascinating guy. And this breathing, I would recommend anybody go to this. I actually literally, as we're talking, I just went to Amazon and typed in Laird Superfood. So when we get off, I'm actually going to look through it and see some of the stuff you have. So well, I yeah, suggest- just have just have your have your uh, your your people send send the address and I'll send you guys a couple cases uh, of the stuff. I, I, I know. I mean, listen, once once you start using the, the products, you're, you're going to really uh, you're going to appreciate it. And, I, and I'd be, be my pleasure if I can be helpful at any point for uh, any time. I It's part of what I'm doing. You know, I want to be of service. So if I can help fighters, uh, I, like I said, I get fighters come through here. Uh, they get a lot of benefits from some of the stuff that we're doing just because it's it's uh, first of all, it's, it's uncomfortable, uh, unorthodox, and it just helps uh, the psychology. Because I think at least with my exposure to a lot of the athletes. It, you know, it's a psychological game where the brain goes, the body will follow. But yeah. if there's no, if, if psychologically you're not able to go there, it doesn't matter what body you got. The body, you can have just the greatest body ever. And a, and a so-so body will go far with a powerful mind. So I, I think there's a, the, the mental side of it is the biggest kind of area of potential growth. And then the body follows because, you know, how that works. Well, Laird, thanks so much, man. We're looking forward to trying that stuff. And uh, yeah, fascinating and uh, really, really interesting what you do. And uh, I hope people go and check it out. Um, and we'd love to talk to you again. Aloha. Thank you, guys. All right. Have Laird Hamilton. Thank you, buddy. You thanks so much. Aloha. Human nature can get a little messy, but nature nature is powerful enough to save us from ourselves. Seventh generation laundry detergent lifts away tough stains with a 97% bio-based formula. For when you think whipping up yellow curry chicken in white pants is a great idea. Totally not speaking from experience. Let nature do its thing so you can feel confident doing yours. That's the power of seventh generation. Find seventh generation laundry detergent in fresh lavender and other scents at seventhgeneration.com. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand.
I'm going to get some of those. Yeah, things. I am going to go too. Fascinating. I, I love guys like that who have, you can tell by talking to them, like he just looks like a much younger than 60 guy. And uh, obviously he's a very, very healthy habit. So yeah, I, I went to this and I'm going to, and, and to Jake, uh, if he sends you some stuff, maybe you can send a little to me or a little to Matt or give him both of our addresses, however. But I'm very interested in some of that stuff. Um, and of course, I'd buy some after. Before we predict. Sure. Sean Strickland fight. Uh, yep. Who is he? Magomedov. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. Before we predict that, let's keep them in suspense. I just want to say, because, you know, again, it's been a minute, like the kids say. No, it's been a while because Monday I was off. Yeah, Wednesday. I was you were on over a week, right? No, no, Monday I was off. Wednesday you were off. Oh, there you go. And uh, I'm back now. Yes. yes, we're back. So, Jimmy, last weekend before I went to go see our friend Joe Rogan. And by the way, can I just say, if I felt was distracted for a second, I got a, a text from a UFC fighter that I'm buddies with. And this irks me. And I like the guy. Nice guy. I yeah. like him. And I, just, and I just texted him back. Uh, and I'm going to keep it secret who, who it is. It's not a big sure. deal. But, dude, man, hey, I get this. Hey, you know, I'm doing this for this radio station. It's number one, da da da. Can I know you? Can you do me a favor? Could you help me out? Could you give me Joe's cell? And, and I, you know, I'd appreciate it, you know. How about this? No, I type back no, and I'm surprised you asked me that. You right. know, what the fuck? I love you, Matt. You, you really, you're, you're the, probably the most genuine guy i know like, i really mean that jimmy i'm surprised he asked me that i go I put, and he's, he's apologized yeah. and i go all right i still love you but i can't be that guy i wouldn't do that when i will show i'm going to be giving out his sound i mean i don't know why would you put me in that position you, you cannot know? well here's what i'll do um i will a lot of times say i don't know if i have his new number because a lot of times joe changes his number fast anyway and i've actually texted joe before um and hey the so-and-so is asking because i don't know if it's somebody he wants to talk to yeah but no i know but and then joe will say either yes or no and then i'll just go back to the guy and go i don't have it that's yeah, it and then, block, and then he'll block you immediately if you're bothered no, i'm only kidding i just i don't want to bother nobody you know what i mean yeah. i don't because i know i always ask myself this i go would i do that would i ask that guy for that like i don't know i wouldn't i would yeah. not bother my i wouldn't here's a perfect example i wouldn't bother you to get to bob kelly that's the worst example. I would put Bob Kelly's number on Twitter. You could have it. <laughs> I just like to be silly. But uh, anyway, listen, the guy's a good guy, but some yeah. people, you can't, you can't just do that. I don't, I know. So back, listen, back to my guys that fought over the weekend. Now, I'm so proud of them. Uh, now, Tommy's funny. Uh, Tommy, uh, what is it? De Janeiro, I think his name is. Uh, he, he's Tommy's. He's like pretty much deaf. He's not all the way deaf, but he's pretty much deaf. I told you the story about my coach Colombo. She wanted to try to help him be. A, she wanted to try to be a better coach, so she's learning sign language. She tried to do it. And he goes, "What the fuck are you talking about?" And she's like, "Oh, I thought you." He's. I don't speak sign language. So anyway, he's a wrestling kid. He's getting better with the striking. He had his debut. And he, he totally dominated this kid. But what happens in MMA, amateur MMA, is you can get mounted on somebody or get these dominant positions, but you're not allowed to strike in the face. So you got a guy with no shirt and gloves on, you're mounted on them, and they're just clamming up. So you can't, it's like you're trying to submit them now. Yes. You can't punch them. So it's actually worse. So the kid made it through, but Tommy just, 
he put on a wrestling clinic and just had every position. He did everything but finish the kid, you know? Yeah. So congrats to Tommy. Made me so proud. I was so happy. He's such a nice kid, you know? Uh, and then Marcus. Now, listen, young Marcus, and I don't mean in, in a bad way, but have you ever seen, like, Urkel from back in the day, a little nerdy? Sure. Yeah. He kind of looks, you could you maybe make a case that he looks a little Urkelish. He's a, he's, he's kind of like a little nerd, but, and, and I, he, I say it with love, you, you know, uh, he is now four and oh, four rear naked chokes. The guy he just oh. fought, this kid, uh, I think it was O'Day, his name was, he was a Ryan LaFleur student. Now, Ryan LaFleur is a buddy of mine. Yeah. Long Island MMA. Long he's Island guy, yep. And the guy is, uh, yeah, he trains out of Long Island MMA and uh, with Ryan LaFleur and them. And they're a tough, I knew they're a tough team. And I know Ryan is, is, a, is a great trainer and a tough guy and a gentleman. Let me just tell you that. I love Ryan. Yeah. So, I, you know, I seen him. We gave a hug. I know we're going to be on the opposite sides of the cage. Um, there's no bad blood there. But, again, now, Marcus, Marcus kind of looks like a guy that you don't, like, you don't believe you're going to lose to this guy. Like, you know yeah. what I mean? Jimmy, he's, like, he, but don't get me wrong, he's strong. But he just, you know, he wears the glasses. He's got bad eyesight. He's squinting a lot. You can relate a little with that. You know, he's, he blinks a little. <laughs> yeah. no, so everybody thinks they're going to kick the shit out of this kid. So, but he's so, he's just, it, it's, I don't know. He's like, like I tell him, I go, dude, you're living your anime movie, dude. I love it. He went out there and this kid was a, a legit kid. He was, he was, he tagged him a few times. It looked a little scary. Marcus got him down and just. He got the rear naked choke in the second round. Almost had it at the end of the first round, but it was competitive up until he got that. So, well, it's like I, this, I, Matt. I, and he got the belt. That one you could hit on the floor because it was a championship fight. Yeah. So he, he's now a champion, young Marcus. Marcus Reed. Good for him. Is a uh, you know he's living his anime movie. So congrats to him and congrats to Tommy. And it's like when they when Pacino said to Keanu Reeves and Devil's Advocate, he was like, "They never see you coming." And that's what a guy like that's like. They just don't see him coming because people look and they go, oh, this guy doesn't look like he's going to kick my ass. And then he does. Dude, it's amazing. Four, four and oh, four rear naked chokes. Yep. This guy he fought was a little, was a little uh, kooky. Uh, but then after that, he fought a tough Tiger Showman's kid. The last kid he fought was a, a winning kickboxing kid. One knows a kickboxer. And he fought two, three tough guys in a row. This last guy was very tough, I'm going to say. This kid has a might have, I told this kid, uh, Lafleur's kid, O'Day. Uh, I go, hey man, look, I got my losses. Stay in there. You're you're, you're good. Yeah, I don't. I, there's a different level sometimes in jujitsu. Yeah. Like Marcus trains. Like I do. I had him spar with Matt Favola a little bit, and this one and that. He had such confidence, and he's rolling. The kid lives at my school. He lives on the mats. Jimmy, you're doing it now. You're developing it. It is. It's jujitsu is a superpower. Well, so, I'm never going to be great at it. Like, sure, I was learning a little Kimura. Uh, you know, but uh, let me ask you a question. I have a jujitsu question for you. Yes. Um, can, can you, if someone, even if someone's a lot bigger than you, are you able to put a Kimura on them? I'll tell you right now. Yes. With see, you're, you're smiling, but it is more, I'm going to say it is better. Yeah. It's more, I'm not going to say more of a big guy move, but big guys tend to use the Kimura more, right. but little guys could still use it. It's not, 
You got to get your hips, your leg, like instead of hipping out to get to the side, you use your whole body to weigh down on his hip. Like your heels going across his back to his other side of his butt. You make your leg heavy and you get your ass out and your upper body follows. So you got to get your whole body behind that Kimura. But uh, having said that, big guys tend to really love that Kimura. <laughs> yeah. You can use it to control passing. You could take away single legs from it. You could obviously submit with it and break shoulders. It's uh reverse with it up into up and overs from guard, which Tommy did use in his fight. My kid Tommy got on bottom for a second, went for a Kimura, didn't work, hips up, right? Doing up and over the mount. So beautiful thing. Yeah, I love the yeah. Kimura. Well, let's do a pick before we go, because uh, right now I, I, yes. I it's our seven hundredth episode, and I'd hate to end it by shitting my pants. But I feel <laughs> that'd be a really embarrassing way to end our seven hundredth episode. Let's go, Jimmy. Uh, go ahead, you start it. Strickland against uh, Magomedov. I mean, the records are very comparable. Sean's twenty six and five. Uh, Magomedov is twenty five four and one. And uh, Sean is coming off the uh, 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 the loss to uh, Cannoneer split decision loss and uh Pajeda was a knockout but he looked good against uh Imovov I'm gonna take oh go ahead Sean by decision oh really yes sir Sean fourth round stoppage strikes he's got good endurance yo yes he does look on I don't know if it's his Instagram I think it might be or I saw it maybe on a clip somewhere he was at uh I think it might have been Curtis. A couple of guys, like Spar, they were in the, in the cage with him, coming after him, and he's fighting them both off. He's punching them. He's like they're trying to take him down and punch him. It was him versus two guys. They're fucking around, but he's he's really he's sparring two of them. Like it's funny. It was funny. Yeah, it's like how he would deal with multiple attackers. I liked it. You and uh, let's do Kevin Lee against uh, uh, Ooh, Let's do that. The uh, the uh, that's the main fight of the prelims. Um, and you know, and I'm happy to see Kevin Lee back. I think Kevin seems hungry. He seems like he's in a very good place. And I'm going to say Kevin, even though he's fighting a Sambo fighter, uh, Sambo fighter, you know, we found him. You did. I'm 99% sure we found him on Dana White looking for a fight. Right. Find that out for me. I'm going to say it is. We were over. We found him when we were over there. I think Kevin. I'm going to give Kevin a decision as well. I'm, I'm going to say this guy might be a little hard to submit, but I'm going to give Kevin a decision. I'm saying the same thing, Kevin, by decision, only because I'm just so happy he's back. And I think he's going to answer the call. Yeah, I think so, I, too. The Gregor Gillespie fight was the truth. You know what I'm saying? Yes, absolutely. It's something else. Really. All right, yeah. Matt. Well, this is great. I'm happy you're back and happy to chat again. And uh, I can't wait to come out and see you on Long Island. Dude, that, that's – and keep training. Because the yep. more you play, the more fun we'll have. Yep. You know, and then we'll get our first fucking session in, bro. We'll show I, some, I some go. Stuff. I try to go. F- at least I do. I'm doing a little Muay Thai and, and Jiu Jitsu. I try to go at least four days a week. Some that's some weeks amazing. I'm doing five days a week. But some some the worst I'm done is three, and that's only if I'm working and I can't go. And you met Henzo. You talked to Henzo. He was there Saturday. I was uh, I was there with Jamie. We were going to do a, uh, a a private upstairs. And Jamie Crowder and I uh, were, we just started and someone came up and he goes to Jamie, hey, Hansel wants to see you downstairs. So Jamie's like, oh, I have to go to the boss. I'm like, yeah, well, no problem. So I'm waiting for a minute and then the guy comes back up to me and he goes, hey, Hansel's going to give him his black belt if you want to come down. So I went down yeah. and there and was a 
for the people listening, Jamie Crowder is also known as Jamie, Jamie English, yeah. English, who is the co-host on here many times. Many times. We love him. And he's a great, great instructor too. Like yes. he's really, and so is Mike Jarmillo. Those guys are so patient. Um, and you know what they're, they're, they're very, they're very meticulous about drilling the same thing and showing you the proper yes, movement. So I go downstairs and Henzo is finishing up a class. Um, and it was a massive class cause he had said he was coming in that day and uh, to watch him work. The room was really fun. And then he saw me and he came over and he was very, very welcoming. Uh, and, uh, you know, he's so happy that I was there and he said, make sure you tell Matt, I'm going to come in and see you guys soon. I don't think he knows we're doing it on zoom, but it was really nice. And then, uh, the class sat down uh, after a while, and then Henzo gave Jamie his black belt. And Beautiful, it was very, man. very moving. Yeah, very uh, emotional. Jamie was really uh, uh, touched by it. And then Henzo was just fucking hilarious and, and told stories for 10 minutes. And he's really oh. a gifted speaker, and, and, and he really knows how to captivate a room when he talks. And you either have that or you don't. He's got that. And uh, his, all the guys, oh, I was talking to your buddy, Andrew. Uh, oh, who I know is one of your, yeah, yeah, one of your closest good. friends. Very Everyone there is supportive and nice. I love that place. They're all great. Even the other white belts are willing to help you, and and all of the the blue belts, the black. But everybody there is just got a great energy and a great uh, vibe. It's, I love it. It's, I'm very very happy you're there training, dude. And, Thank you. Uh, yeah. Oh, and also I was right. We did find a knot on uh, Renat on looking for a fight. Oh, good, good, good. Even that contract in Abu Dhabi. And uh, so now I'm switching my pick because we found it. I'm only kidding. Yeah. I'm saying Kevin Lee. I'm going to say he's going to get a. Uh, I'm going to say he's going to get a decision. Your decision. All right, um, buddy. Have a good weekend. We'll watch the fight Saturday night. Let me put Lee plug him properly, Matt. Yes, uh, please do. It is, uh, of course, Strickland versus Magomedov, and that is. Uh, sorry, uh, yeah, Magomedov. I'm looking on my side here. That's July the first. Prelims are four o'clock. Eastern time. The main card is 7 p.m. Those are both a nice early main card on ESPN, ESPN Plus. So um, really high profile fights. And, and enjoy this card. This is a great card. And I'll talk to you over the weekend. I am excited about it, Jimmy. So happy to be back with you, brother. Thank you, Laird Hamilton. And uh, thanks a lot, Kevin Lee. Buddy, I'll see you soon. Goodbye, everyone. Bye, guys. Human nature can get a little messy, but nature nature is powerful enough to save us from ourselves. Seventh generation laundry detergent lifts away tough stains with a 97% bio-based formula. For when you think whipping up yellow curry chicken in white pants is a great idea, totally not speaking from experience. Let nature do its thing so you can feel confident doing yours. That's the power of seventh generation. Find seventh generation laundry detergent in fresh lavender and other scents at seventhgeneration.com. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand.